0: today is monday september 26th 2022 this is the link nky daily headlines podcast i'm matt spaulding on today's episode for gloria bike lane coming to 11th street bridge in six to eight weeks point arc's first annual pickleball champions named campbell county board of education lowers property taxes once again and Colt springs mayor addresses concern that Paducah School Shooter would move there. The Link NKY Daily Headlines podcast is sponsored by CVG Airport. CVG Airport has been serving the community for 75 years, and to celebrate this special milestone, the airport is inspiring travel once again with a year-long travel dream sweepstakes. Every month, one lucky winner is chosen to receive an airfare voucher with one of CVG's many airline partners to help make their travel dreams come true. You can learn more about CVG's 50 plus non stop destinations and enter for a chance to win at slash CVG 75. For Gloria, bike lane coming to 11th Street Bridge in 6 to 8 weeks, reported on by Caitlin Gebby. The DeVoo Good Foundation is spearheading an effort to quickly establish a two way protected bike lane on the 11th Street Bridge. Jody Robinson of the DeVue Good Foundation and Wade Johnson of Tri-State Trails spoke at a recent Newport City Council meeting to explain what they have seen on the Brent Spence and their plan to resolve it. Robinson said the foundation was already speaking with the cities about creating bike paths for cyclists when Gloria San Miguel was killed in a hit-and-run on the 11th Street Bridge between Newport and Covington, also known as the Girl Scout Bridge. San Miguel's death sparked outrage from the cycling community and all the lives she touched, and has expedited solutions to make the two cities more accessible by bike. Robinson and Johnson said they originally thought they could do a raised curb to protect the bike lane, but the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet informed them they cannot insert pins into the bridge required to secure the curb. Now, Robinson said, they are looking at protecting the 10-foot-wide bike lane with a jersey barrier, a concrete barrier typically seen at construction sites to block cars and redirect traffic. Robinson said this is probably a safer solution, too, given the speeds recently seen along the 11th Street Bridge. She said cars are regularly clocked going 60 and 70 miles per hour on the bridge. What we see is the bridge is built like a highway, so people drive on it like a highway, Robinson said. The northmost lane on the bridge is the target for establishing the two-way bike lane, and Robinson imagined pedestrians may also use the protected lane. Robinson said, as a pedestrian and a cyclist, she said she would not walk on the bridge as it is. It is very uncomfortable. Typically, this project would get off the ground in 6 to 12 months, but given the immediate need, officials want to establish these barriers within 6 to 8 weeks before creating a permanent barrier. The group is aiming to establish the permanent barrier by late summer-early fall of 2023. Johnson said this bike lane won't be the end of the line for the two cities. KYTC advised they focus on the 11th Street Bridge first and then build out bike infrastructure from there. This victory was a true family affair, Point Arc's first annual pickleball champions named, reported on by Grace Tierney. A pair of high school sweethearts won the first annual Point Pickle Pickle Pickleball Tournament over the weekend at the Five Seasons Family Sports Club. Sixteen teams competed in the tournament for the championship. The Point Arc was founded in 1972 by a group of parents fighting for the educational rights of their children who were diagnosed with intellectual and or developmental disabilities. Barb McMillan and her husband Don, who met as students at Walton Verona High School, play pickleball together daily. The twosome entered and won the tournament. It was a great win, but I had to be a part of this, McMillan said. My sister, Donna Rice, passed away some six weeks ago from Down syndrome at the age of 60. She also was suffering from dementia. Rice lived in Zala House, one of 16 residential homes owned and operated by the Point Arc. She, Donna, lived in Zala House 10 years, McMillan said, and prior to her worsening condition, she lived in an apartment owned by the Point for another 10 years. She entered the Zala house when she was 20, remembered MacMillan. The point gave my sister responsibility, MacMillan said. She was able to work and ride a bus. But there's more to the point arc attachment. My mom was a volunteer and helped raise money for the point," she said. She helped Judy Girding, president and founder, for years. MacMillan says the championship brought back some great memories for her. My dad was a tennis lover and player," she said. He taught me tennis, and I learned the game at five seasons. That's the place I played with my dad. McMillan's dad passed in December. When I left the tournament with my trophy Sunday, she said, someone stopped me and said, your dad would be mighty proud of you. McMillan said winning the first annual Pickle Pickleball tournament was an emotional day for a great cause. We'll give one guess where the McMillans took their winnings. For more information about the Point Arc's mission and who they serve, visit thepointarc.org. Campbell County Board of Education lowers property taxes once again, reported on by Grace Tierney. For the third consecutive year, the Campbell County Board of Education has lowered real estate property taxes for property owners who live within the Campbell County School District. At the tax rate hearing on September 1st, the board voted to set Campbell County Public Schools' property tax rate at $0.64.5 per $100 of assessed value for upcoming tax bills down from 64.8 cents per $100 of assessed value from the previous year. Compared to the Northern Kentucky average property tax rate in 2021-22, Campbell County came in well below the average 88.3 cents per $100 of assessed value, leaving them the third lowest property tax rate out of 17 Northern Kentucky school districts. Cold Spring Mayor addresses concern that Paducah School Shooter would move there. Reported on by Megan Goth, Cold Spring Mayor Angelo Penke released a statement to the city Wednesday regarding media reports that Michael Camille, who killed three students at his school shooting in Paducah in 1997, would come to live in Cold Spring with his parents if he is released on parole. Camille was 14 at the time of the shooting. The Kentucky Parole Board was considering Camille's case Tuesday and was unable to reach a unanimous decision. The board will meet again Monday in an attempt to make a decision then, according to CNN. Camille, now 39, was sentenced to life in prison, but Kentucky law requires that minors be considered for parole after 25 years. He is serving his sentence at the Kentucky State Reformatory near Louisville. Mr. Camille, who was 14 at the time, was charged as an adult and given the maximum sentence afforded by law for a person his age. Penke wrote in the memo he released Wednesday, There was not a reduced sentence. He received the maximum allowed by law. Penke went on to say that the city has received many calls from worried residents that Camille would be living in Cold Spring if granted parole. First, I would ask that Cold Spring residents respect the privacy of Mr. Camille's parents, Penke said. He went on to explain that Camille is required to have a parole hearing after completing 25 years of incarceration. This was a right afforded by the laws of our Commonwealth and cannot be taken away no matter how horrendous the crime, Penke said. Penke wrote that there is no guarantee parole will be granted and that press reports indicate that the McCracken County Paducah Commonwealth Attorney's Office is opposed to parole. And those are the headlines we are following for Monday, September 26, 2022. The Link NKY Daily Headlines podcast is published Monday through Friday and can be heard on our website or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to subscribe and share. Have a comment for Link NKY? Email me, mspaulding at linknky.com. And for more on today's headlines and to see what else is happening around Northern Kentucky, visit linknky.com.